heard Overwatch has a juicy battle pass. God, oh yeah, Overwatch 2, which is really just Overwatch with an update. It's gotta have a <laughs> battle pass, and you're gonna unlock the new characters through ca- the battle pass progression. Pro- Progression-based unlocks for characters is dog shit, and I will stand on this hill. And I'd say it's even worse for Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, because they... When you kind of need to be able to switch <laughs> characters. <laughs> yeah. Right, oh, because you can, like, swap mid-game, right? Yeah. Or something something weird like that. I yeah, you swap at any time. Right. Yeah, I'll swap to the two characters I have unlocked. That's cool. <laughs> we'll and be like... You- We'll be playing like, oh, can you switch to a ferret? Can you switch to a soldier to deal with that? I'm like, oh, sorry, I don't, I don't have soldier unlocked. I don't have any hit scan characters unlocked. We're <laughs> fucked. Yeah, yeah. Counterpicking characters is a huge thing in that game. Yeah. So having it all be progression based is awful. Why would you want to limit your like early player base interaction like that? They've had like five years to think about Overwatch Two, and this is what they're going with. <laughs> This is what we need. Not only a battle pass, but a shit one. Well, they're all <laughs> shit, but they're all inherently bad. But this one is particularly terrible. The worst incarnation of it. I know, yeah. The worst <laughs> version that we could ask for. Amazing. That's unfortunate for... Uh, is is that out? That's, that game's out, right? It's not out. Well, Overwatch is out, but the Overwatch 2, oh, quote yeah. unquote, isn't out yet. It's just beta, right? Yep. Right, yeah, yeah. Well... If you've played the beta, let us know how it is. Wolf, you played it, right? <laughs> no, I got into it on the last day, so I didn't have time to fucking play it. Ah, <laughs> uh, unfortunate, unfortunate. Well, with that, welcome to episode 43 of You're Ridiculous. Ooh! <laughs> it didn't come through on the Discord. <laughs> it's just like your mouth is just in an O formation with no noise. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh... I'm Luke. I'm one of your hosts. With me is your other host, Wolf, like always. Whoa, whoa. No rain this week. Once again, busy with gregnancy things. Just us. Yeah, that's all you need, though. Fair enough. We're, we're the two that you need in your life. And we're here. <laughs> Every week. La- last week, we talked about Stray, a uh, quality indie video game. That's right. You play as a cat. Yeah. You do. You play as a cat. And we talked about the Seabat Reddit guy. <laughs> Wolf Trend gave of the us week. All, the, all the juicy details about that fella. It's me, Wolf, the internet archivist. <laughs> so I saw, uh, speaking of that guy, a follow-up. Uh, I saw a lot of things on TikTok that were just like a woman lying on a bed with that music. <laughs> and it was like, the, the captions were always like, two years, huh? Or she had to go through two years of this. <laughs> And I, I never understood it. Now I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. Now it all, all now, the pieces are coming together. Now you're in the know. Now I understand. Yeah. I like Which how they gave you those worse, TikToks and then none of the other ones. I know. It didn't give me any of the context. Just all this other, all the other shit that I don't understand. All the derivative shit. Yeah. But anyways, I understand it now. And now it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, cannot, still can't imagine, you know, pork into that song, but... <laughs> Not my cup of tea. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about the new Amazon Prime's Lord of the Rings show, The Rings of Power. Yeah! Which will be really interesting, and we'll be following, we're going to mostly be talking about that. And we'll be ending the show with a question of the week, as we always do, from Rain. That's right. So, we're consistent. Wolf, that's right. Wolf, why don't you tell us what 
Although I don't know if you're the best person to tell us, but <laughs> why don't you tell us? We'll, st- uh, you know, like you said, we're traditional, or we, we stick to tradition. That's why right. don't you tell us what Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power is? So, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power is a <laughs> fantasy show uh, set in the world of the Lord of the Rings, the original movies from way, 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 way long ago. They're not that old. They're pretty old. They're like the first one was like 2001. That's old. I mean, yeah, but it holds up better than most movies. It holds it up better like than three. Fair enough. Yeah. It <laughs> was like 2001, shield. 2003 or 4, and then like 2005 or 6. Or ah. Ah. Oh, long, long, even. And then it had The Hobbit. Yep. Yeah, that's a sequel, to, or a prequel to Lord of the Rings that came out after, because they loved oh. doing that. Yeah, it <laughs> takes place before Lord of the Rings, but it came out at a later date. It's basically the birth of all modern fantasy. Pretty much, yeah. Tolkien's writing. The show is about... <laughs> so this guy, Sauron, uh, he started a big war against the elves. Uh, elves fought back. They assume they have won, but they didn't like confirm the kill, which is like ridiculous, because they kind of just live forever when you leave them alone. And they're just like, oh man, he just has to be dead. It's been so oh. long. And now I think shit's happened and things are... Thing the the signs are showing that Sauron is not gone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I mean, I was gonna. That's mostly right. Yeah, I was gonna correct a few things, but it's not really worth it because it's like <laughs> n- nitpicking things. But that's basically the that's the plot of the show. So <laughs> nice. Ah, look at that. Uh, I'm an expert already. Ah, uh, it's true. And so I guess this is if you haven't figured it out, I'm laughing because. Uh, Wolf has not ever seen or read Lord of the Rings, correct? That's right. <laughs> and no. you've seen one episode or one movie of The Hobbit. Yeah, I think it was the last one. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, <laughs> and that's that's your knowledge, right? <laughs> yeah. So to walk our listeners through the sequence of events, I started talking about this when it was kind of announced that I'm excited for it. Uh, Rain and Wolf know I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, big Tolkien fan. So I start talking about it. Wolf um, decides that they're gonna they're interested in it, probably because what you saw stuff about it online. I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, decides they're gonna watch it, and the night that they start watching it, I'm getting like bombarded <laughs> with messages like, "Who's this guy? Who's this girl? What's I got this questions for days. <laughs> it's true. It was great. I loved answering him. It's, it was totally fine. Um, but it was just funnier because, and at that point, I had not watched the show. Or at least the episode that Wolf was... Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't watched any of it. And so Wolf's like, watch it tomorrow with, at the time of the message was sent. I got more questions, <laughs> but they're like spoiler based. And so I watched it and wow, we liked it so much we decided to talk about it. It's also a huge like discussion point online right now. Oh yeah, everyone's talking about it. Yeah, for good or worse. For better or worse, I should say. So... I guess let's let's do first initial thoughts. Let's do that. I guess first initial thoughts. I'm pretty into it. I've never, like I said, never yeah. watched Lord of the Rings. Never yeah. piqued my interest. At this, I'm interested. I'm into it. What what's got you hooked? What is it? What about it? Is it? I don't know. Like I'm usually mm. into fantasy. I actually read and watch a lot of fantasy shows. So part yeah. of it that's interesting is seeing where all these fantasy tropes come from because. This this is the origin. This is where they all originate, pretty much. Yeah, most of the modern day fantasy are are largely based. Or, well, a lot of lar- modern day fantasy is based around D and D, 
which is based around most of Tolkien's writing. Yeah. <laughs> so in in all in an essence, it all circles back to Tolkien, anyways. I see a monster. I, I, I message you like, what the fuck is this thing? I was, Do these <laughs> fantasy creatures exist? <laughs> and, oh, and then. I guess- uh, just to just to clarify one quick, we're only going to be talking about the first two episodes. Yep. By the time of this recording, episode three is out, but we're not going to be talking about that. We're going to be doing it in two episode installments. So a couple yeah. weeks from now, you'll get episodes three and four and five and six and so on. Um, I didn't mention that at the start, but anyways, keep nice going. Nice and slow because binging is the worst way to watch anything. Yeah, and they're an hour long, so binging would be <laughs> hell anyways. So, oh, man, just yeah. eight hours straight. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's less than the time it takes to watch the three Lord of the Rings movies. God, the the base versions, like the the theater version, theatrical ones, are about two and a half to three hours a piece. Uh, most Christ. closer to three hours a piece. The extended versions, the ones I watch, are like three and a half to four hours a piece. Oh my god. Yeah, so collectively, it's, like, close to, like, 13 hours. Jeez, jeez, that's a yeah. lot of movie. It is, it's great, though. It's quality. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> back on topic. Back to the show, back to the show. So, so well, I mean, I it, is, like, it is relevant, though. It's, like, yeah. it's not surprising that these are long episodes, given just how the Peter Jackson's movies have gone before. Yeah, I've got uh, a lot anyways, to share. Yeah, back to back to the show. I honestly find all the characters really endearing and interesting. There hasn't been a single, like, I'll call them, like, main quote-unquote characters. Like, when they're a focused character, I'm never bored. I'm never like, okay, enough of this character. Get me back to Galadriel or someone. Yeah. I, that, that's generally been the case with, I would say, 90% of Tolkien's character. And, like, just, I mean, I, I know a lot of this is, you know, the show is based on Tolkien, but there hasn't been a ton of writing for the show when it takes place like this era that the show like the timeline that the show is in yeah there's we know a lot about the war the previous war and we know a lot about all the stuff that happened after but this sort of timeline like or or era of time is somewhat kept in the dark ah so it's pretty much all new ground yeah it's they have they have a lot to go off of and a lot of like you know, they got to make sure that the beginning and the end kind of meet up together. But they they do have a lot of stuff that they can fill in, which is why I think it's so exciting. But uh, to sort of continue on with your point, a lot of his characters have always been, like, fairly interesting, I think. Yeah. Yeah, knowing that, <laughs> now knowing this is basically new ground, and there's no, like, there's no, like, Rings of Power book, that makes yeah. everyone else's stupid complaints even more stupider. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I we'll get to that for sure, but it's really rough, and I can like I'll I'll go into more about that, but it's 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 really funny watching people complain about it, but it, it, largely it is new ground. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so yeah. Uh. Who do you have a favorite character right now? Um. Or probably, some or maybe a couple. What's the Hobbit's girl name? The with the oh, fa- the Nori freaky name. Or Nora or something like that. I think so. I don't remember. Here, I can maybe it's Poppy. I'm looking at the cast, oh. but they're not dressed up, so I can't recognize half of them. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Nori. It is Poppy. Yeah, she's at the oh, top. Oh, it is Nori. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Completely unrecognizable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she really is. Wow. 
That's funny. Yeah, Nor Eleanor Nori is their name. Oh, and Prince Durin. Or more his oh, dynamic, yeah. Prince Durin's dynamic with, I think it's Elrond. Yep, Elrond, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I really, I know you, <laughs> you sent a lot of messages about that one. <laughs> uh, do you kind of want to talk about what's going on with those two? Yeah, so, what's his face? Elrond, he's talking with some other important elf guy. He's like an architect, effectively an architect. And he wants yeah. to build something great. And he's like, okay, well, why don't we team up with the dwarves? Because they're great at architecture. But they get there. Uh, and what's his face? Durin does, Prince Duran doesn't want to see him. But he gets in, he sneaks in one way or another through a, through a, a word I can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, it's a challenge word. And it turns out Prince Duran is pissy because Elrond's been just, he just fucked off for like 20 years. Missed 20 years of his life. The best years of his life. Missed his kids yeah. being born, missed him getting married. So naturally, he's a bit upset. <laughs> yeah, and for like context... Oh, Wolf mentioned it before, but elves are are basically immortal in this show. They don't, they age, but they don't age to die. Yeah. They age up to a certain adult life, and then they kind of just stay that way forever. Um, you, you can die, like, from a mortal wound or something. You can die from getting stabbed or whatever like that, but you're not going to die from old age. And so 20 years for an elf goes by in the blink of an eye. 20 years for a dwarf is like, you know, probably a fifth or sixth of their lifetime. And that's, that's irrelevant, you know. Yeah, it's like a lot a of big fourth. events happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you said, he missed, missed the wedding, missed the birth of the kids and everything like that. And so it's, you know, obviously they were very close friends before and Durin's upset. And there's obviously, I was explaining it to Wolf before that there's always has been a lot of tension between dwarves and elves for a number of reasons and the friendship here between Elrond and Prince Durin is really significant because it's you know obviously marks a really important tie between the two races yeah it's something like unheard of almost unheard of type of friendship and also it also like demonstrates kind of exactly why they don't intermingle all that much yeah even it, though it, it even though the issues would resolve if they just intermingled more <laughs> yeah that's that was your key point. It's like you clearly want these two to sort of put aside the differences that they have and just accept, you know, yeah, Elrond fucked up, but you know, Prince Dern could have reached out. It's the classic it's the classic friend thing. Sent a letter. Yeah. <laughs> Sent a letter, didn't respond, open your message, left it on red. Um But yeah, so Dwarves and Elves historically and even past this point do not typically get along they don't vibe um, yeah so it's it's definitely really interesting to watch that was one of my favorite plot scenes from episode two i thought that was really well done and like you know at first you're really confused if elrond you know elrond's telling us that he's such good friends with prince durin yeah. and seemingly prince during durin is treating him like shit right yeah he doesn't want to see him at all doesn't want to let him in and then his wife diza is like smarting up durin you're being a shithead <laughs> he came all this way yeah and so she's like classic she reminds me a lot of like like a a southern mom like southern yeah. hospitality mom <laughs> get in so, here yeah get in here eat the fucking food i made <laughs> It's really funny. So I, I really like that whole dynamic. That was awesome. And 
yeah, really cool. Great scene. Yeah. Um, I like that you just you described uh, the the quote unquote architect as you called him <laughs> as an architect, which is really funny if for people that like know who he is. Um, and he he's Celebrimbor is his name, and he's a very important elf. Not only oh. was <laughs> yeah, he's a prince. He wasn't just some guy. Some bitch. Um, th- so there's like obviously a lot of like not important backstory in Lord of the Rings, and a lot of like information that like who the fuck cares. Um, but this guy Celebrimbor, really important. He's a prince uh, of the Noldor, who's like an ancient elven race, I believe. Um, and so, but he's also the last line of the house of Feanor, which he, Feanor is another really, probably the most important elf. He made um, the Silmarils, which are sort of like, you remember the One Ring? Yeah. From Lord of the Rings. Well, it, basically the Silmarils are one of the things that was fought over in the original war. Before the, um, they were three gemstones, basically. But they had a lot of weird and unidentifiable powers. Um, and so this guy, he's the, like, descendant of Feanor. Really important. He also makes the, made all, with the help of some of his other elven people, but he was in charge of making the Rings of Power that oh. Sauron ends up use, or using to come to power. So he ends up, is going to be really important down the line. Brought about everyone's doom, trying to be important. A bit, a bit, yeah, and uh, it's. it's I want to do something great. Oh, you're gonna do something, all right? <laughs> yeah, I won't spoil it for like those that haven't played the game Lord of the Rings. Oh, what's the game called? I mentioned it on before. Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor. They're two video games that I've talked about on the podcast before, and so if you haven't played those, if you have played those, I should say. You know what happens to Calibrimbor. Um, I won't spoil it because it will likely be touched on in the show. Um, so you will, you, and if not, I can always fill in the deets later. But nice. Uh, he 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 should be very important, or he will be very important. <laughs> so a little background for him, not just some bloke, some some plot device that got yeah. Elrond. He's like a he's like a crafter more than just an architect. Ah. Because he's like an architect, and he's a jeweler, and he's a politician. And yeah, he's a, he's a big like artisan, basically. He's a cool dude, but he did kind of fuck everybody over, <laughs> on unexpectedly. But we'll see about that. So, and the other I, side, the other plot. Oh yeah, what are you? Go ahead. I was just gonna say uh, one of my favorite characters, but we can talk about her in a second. So. Go ahead. The other okay. plot that's really important. The other plot, the other end of the da 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 map. <laughs> yeah. There is an elf, and there's a, there's an elf guy. There's and there's a human lady. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. He's been stationed inside her out village area, basically, to yeah. partly keep an eye on them, but also keep an eye out for any remains of Sauron returning. Yep. Yeah, he's on the hunt, sniffing it out, and they clearly have a thing for each other. 
Yeah. And they were like, they were like, the show was like, yeah, the only, only one pair has ever tried to make a human elf relationship work. And I, that's bullshit. Are people not horny <laughs> in the Lord of the Rings universe? <laughs> well, so the, yeah, the, I don't remember the two names of the male and the elf woman that was before, but um, they ended up being really important. I bet. If you're really interesting. And if you're interested in like, the lore runs extremely deep, so if you want, there's, like, you know, you could Google or YouTube some information about it, but they end up being important. The reason why they don't intermingle is because, once again, elves are essentially immortal, <laughs> and, you know, humans are are far from that. They're quite oppositely <laughs> mortal. So. The shortest lifespan on the fucking earth. Yeah, quite quite literally the shortest. I guess maybe, yeah, I mean, even some hobbits live longer than a, a human, so. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much the reason why they don't intermingle. They're also uh, <laughs> a bit, how do I say this? They're a bit <laughs> sort of racist. <laughs> um, elves are like, really like to stick with their within their own race and deal with their own things. Um, and humans are also, they don't like a lot of elves for that sort of reason. And the fact that they live longer and that (laughs) elves are sort of seen in the entire world that, you know, they're the best race essentially. And not like in a, like a really bad way that you might be thinking about, but (laughs) uh, there's no like real supremacy going on here, but it's like, that's sort of the undertone of it all. They are pretty good. Yeah. They live in a fucking ball of light. They do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Valinor. That's another interesting sort of story to talk about. Um, but what well, we can get to them. Arondir and Bronwyn. Arondir and Bronwyn. Ah, uh, the lady's name. <laughs> yeah, Bronwyn. So, and her son, Tate. Yeah. <laughs> Tate. Theo. I mean, also. Theo. <laughs> Theo. I'm like, who the fuck is Tate? <laughs> He's oh, got a no. fucking Sauron thing, and he's just walking around with it. Yeah, so the as damn far thing, as I, <laughs> go ahead. the damn thing started sucking up his blood, and he's just looking at it like, ah, that's cool. Yeah, as far as I know, these are three new characters. Ooh. I could be wrong. I again, I'm I'm not an expert. I do enjoy, it, but I'm not an expert. So they they could be someone new or someone. Uh, that we've known before, but I'm not sure. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what happens with, especially the kid and his sword. <clears throat> and who, because it, it looked like he stole it. Did yeah. It not? Like he found it under the floorboards. It looked like he was someone, one of his friends was like keeping watch. Like they obviously were not supposed yeah. to be there. Someone else found it and they took it. Right. And then it, I don't think his mom knows about it. No. So... I'm interested to see what happens. It looked like it could be a Morgul blade, which, if you're familiar, it's um, with Lord of the Rings. It's what the Witch King stabs Frodo with, and basically what it does when you get stabbed by a Morgul blade, it turns you into a wraith. Oh, um, and and that it's basically you're not living, but you're not you're not dead either. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of just you're. They call it the unseen world. You're basically oh. in between the two planes. I wonder who he's gonna stab with that thing. <laughs> yeah. So it looked like it could be that because it. it it's sort of like when you, we saw a really big close-up of it, it looked like it was, like, forming itself. E. 
and so it, it could be one of those. That's kind of my guess about what it is, but um, other than that, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm interested to see more about them. <laughs> their, their sign of the end of days was a fucking cow <laughs> gushing black milk. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. So we see Theo keeps complaining about about rats. Um, yeah. We end up seeing that it is, in fact, not rats at all. <laughs> and that what big orcs, rat. Yeah, orcs are tunneling under <sighs> the city and surrounding areas. Yeah, they had and recently so, obliterated yeah, the neighboring village. It did, yeah. I've, I forget what the village is called, but who cares? It's gone. Hondar or something. Something, I don't remember. But, yeah, Arondir Ar- uh, goes to check it out, and uh, I think we get more information about that on episode three, but <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Neither have I. <laughs> I. I'm interested to see more about that. I don't really care about the mom's relationship with the elf that much. Nah, nah. She's pretty uh, badass, though. She beheaded that thingy. Oh, yeah. She she beheaded the orc, yep. <laughs> so, I, yeah, they're they're cool. They're cool characters. I'm not, like, bored when I'm watching them. Yeah. But it's just, like, of the relationship dynamics, I'm less interested about, uh, you know, this, because it's <laughs> kind of been played out before. <laughs> it's really similar... Uh, to um, Arwen and Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, so I've kind of I've kind of uh, walked this <laughs> dance before. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah, but uh, you know it's always good. New characters, so he, they're they're interesting enough. Yeah. Yeah. Th- so those that's sort of the whole build up of I guess that's most of like episode two. Episode one was. A lot of sort of it was Galadriel's plot point, right? Yeah, it was a mix of Galadriel and the Baba Nori. Or was she yeah. episode two? I think she was part of episode one. Um, and her that sort of segues into one of my favorite characters is Galadriel. Yeah. So obviously we know her from The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. She becomes this one. She's a fair bit younger, and sort of looking to prove herself quite a bit she's also much more battle centric again because she's younger she's yeah very disliked (laughs) yeah it seems to be well because she's like super headstrong and she knows what she should be doing right like she feels it in her heart that yeah this is the path i'm supposed to be taking and not i'm not supposed to go back to my home world which basically is like in an immortal earth, essentially. It's not really heaven because they're not dead, but yeah. <laughs> they're, it's, it's the land of like the gods and the elves and everything like that. <laughs> and she doesn't want to go there. It, it is a, seen as a gift to be sent back to home and back to that land, but she's got work to do, right? Yeah, so, yeah. And she was right. <laughs> she was. Shocker. To be clear, the people on that boat as they went into the the shining light, they did get like obliterated, right? Yeah, it's it's sort of like think of it as a curtain between the two worlds, and so the clouds separate. We see that shining light, and that's that light itself is basically like a curtain. And so if you go through the curtain, there's like nothing on the other side except for more ocean, right? And if you you know go back through it, you like. You know, it's like the clouds separate and that sort of opens the, the, the curtain or the doorway 
Um, and once that closes, you have to wait for it to open again. Yeah, but so, and it's, you know, they, they're alive on the other side, but you can't access it. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're still alive. It's it's called the Undying Lands. Ah. And so think <laughs> of it, yeah, think of it as uh, just more Earth, but you can't die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also like a really holy and place and is really important to, it houses a lot of the the sort of celestial and godly beings there. That's where they're hiding out, cowards. Yeah, it's like the it's like the gods' place on Earth. Like if 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 all the celestial and immortal beings went to this area, yeah, this is where they would all hang out and chill, <laughs> get coffee together. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that's kind of what that that's Valinor. That's uh, really important to all the lore. Ah, it's a it's kind of a weird area to talk about. It's like on Earth, but not exactly. <laughs> Different wavelengths. Yeah. Different planes and, and of existence. Traditionally, the only people that can go there, and this is sort of continuing the elf sort of dominance of as a race. Yeah. Traditionally, only the like different celestial beings um, can go there and elves. <laughs> Makes a special exception just for them. Yeah. So the, the god of like the entire universe, his name is Eru. Yeah. And he basically decided, like, once he saw the elves, like, I like that shit. They're coming with me. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, among, like, the different races that we sent down to Valinor, elves can also come here. I fucks with those ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, gotta get that elf pussy. <laughs> so, it, it, again, if... uh if you're interested in more learning more about this, there's a lot of really good YouTube uh, channels. I was trying to think of the word channel. Uh, YouTube channel. Uh, specifically, Men of the West is really good, and Nerd of the Rings is also really, really good. Yeah. Uh, so either one of those, they are going to know more than I do. But, yeah, really cool. So, <clears throat> there was something... Oh, we want to talk about the online drama of it all. Oh, wait, we didn't talk about Nori yet. There's like, there's oh, yeah, like three plots. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. There is the third one. This one is... this. So this one is has the, the least information about it. Yeah. This one is like the most uh, new ground that they're treading. The, the other ones are like... There, there's quite a bit of info. They're also filling in some gaps here and there. Right. But this one is like the most new. So go ahead. Why don't you? And this was the part I had the most questions for you for. And you didn't have any answers. I could, yeah, not answer it as well. But uh, Nori, she's a hobbit. She's a nosy little hobbit, which is apparently odd for them. And uh, she yeah. basically comes across this dude. He falls from the sky, crash lands basically at her damn feet. Pretty much. <laughs> and... He can't speak, loosely can't speak. He's a little out of it, uh, but he can do magic. Yeah. Only magic we've seen so far. I guess you can call what the elves do kind of magic, but not really. <clears throat> but yeah, anyways. they have their own sort of powers, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> this guy has real magic. Yeah, he can control the fireflies. He can control the elements. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she wants to help him and she does her best. But he also, he's like, um, he's, she's not sure what he is, but he needs help with something. He's trying to find, like, specific stars. 
Uh, but while he's there, he seems to have like an omen effect on everything around him. Uh, because I forget what he was doing, but it's implied that he loosely caused Poppy's, not Poppy's, Nori's father to like break his ankle really bad. Yeah. Yeah, he tweaked the fuck out of that thing. Yeah, <laughs> tweaked. <laughs> Understatement. <laughs> and then when he oh, was yeah. also controlling the fireflies to like show them show the girls what he wanted the stunt the constellations the fireflies then die when he's done with them yeah another omen <laughs> yeah yeah it seems like he's and he and every time he does magic as well he gets really tired afterwards yeah yeah flops down and so a lot of so the two things that i've seen are one that this could be the first like incarnation of gandalf ah. a wizard on on the on the earth um or in middle earth i should say i thought he was gonna end up being Sora, sauron that's the other thing <laughs> so it could be sour of a, a, a version of sauron um and so we're a lot of people are agreeing that it is a some sort of maya which is basically a celestial being and a lot of the Maya, they're basically like, if you're familiar with Christianity, they're basically archangels. Oh, okay. And that, that's pretty much what they are. And so a lot of people are saying that the only real magic, or this is a fact, not that people are saying it, but <laughs> the only real magic uh, that happens within, you know, Lord of the Rings wow. are from the Maya. And so, or, or, anybody above Amaya, like anybody stronger than Amaya, which would be um, also, it could be one of them, but it's most likely Amaya. And so, yeah, a lot of people are saying it's either going to be Gandalf or it's going to be Sauron. I suppose it could be none of them. (laughs) Actually, really turn it on our heads and it's someone else. Right. And so, yeah, obviously... Uh, Gandalf's been a prominent character so it would make sense that they want to bring him in it doesn't entirely fit with like the lore of Gandalf around this timeline but again they're already doing a compressed timeline for the show so like all the events that we're seeing since it takes place literally over like 3,000 years they're not gonna like age everybody appropriately and stuff like that (laughs) they're they're they've obviously gone on the record that's saying that they're compressing this timeline quite a bit so it's all like accurate and the events are well mostly accurate and the events actually happened it's just like maybe not quite in as like quickly as they're happening but it doesn't that doesn't really matter Yeah, uh, and so yeah. this is like the earliest versions of Hobbits existing. Yeah, wow. Which is cool. Yeah, it's neat. They They're all like wear little the, hats made of foliage. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh cool. and the guy, the leader, the leader of their little Hobbit group, he seems to know something's up. Oh, yeah, the crazy hair dude? Yeah. Yeah, he knows something is not quite, quite right with the world. <laughs> he that says, like, the right. sky is weird or something. <laughs> Yeah, he's cool. I like I like them. Yeah, so a lot going on. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the internet discourse? Because I oh, think that's yeah. really funny. It's time. 
Yeah, go ahead. It's so ridiculous. And it's it's the same (laughs) discourse that happens every fucking time. They got the people being nitpicky about the stupidest little details not being burned. There were some people saying, ah, the show's trash because Disa and all the other female um, dwarves, they're supposed to have beards. And they're like, well, she might end up getting a beard or on episode two. And they're like, ah, whatever. And then there's the people who are like, well, why are all these black people here? (laughs) 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 I mean, that that is like a major, maybe not major, but it is like a common complaint. Yeah, like, oh, they're not right. They don't fit there. I'm like, there's not even yeah. that many. <laughs> yeah. Also, who cares? <laughs> Absolutely like the, dramatic. The whole cast has been excellent so far, and it's been two episodes. Indeed, and you know what? The show it doesn't even comment on the fact that they're black. They're just there. Yeah, it does. It uh, literally does not matter. So a lot of people are saying the reason they're upset about this is because it's supposed to be like Lord of the Rings is basically influenced about uh like european areas specifically yeah. like the uk area sort of thing and like ar- like around like 1700s or something like that i don't really remember yeah um, doesn't really matter and so they're they're saying there shouldn't be a lot of black people in the area which like, is like who the fuck cares <laughs> that was ridiculous <laughs> yeah the reason that there weren't specifically noted was because one, it didn't matter in the books, and two, yeah. Tolkien wrote these like in the forties. <laughs> so of course that there's gonna be a lot of like a lack of color diversity. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry just, guys, black people didn't exist before the eighteen hundreds. Can't I even saw, include them. I saw one person. It was like a satirical comment, but it was like uh, people complaining about. The fact that there's a ton of black people roaming around when I'm complaining about the fact that there's potatoes existing. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, technically, you know, if it's based around, like, you know, England and all that stuff or the yeah. UK, they, you know, potato famine and all that. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, people just picking and choosing and they're just, they're just trying to veil their true intentions to just bitch about these little details that do not ultimately matter. A lot of people have complained, like, oh, if it is Gandalf, he's not supposed... This is not, like, his origin, or true origin. Uh, if, you know, these aren't, like, real hobbits, when in fact they are. It's just, like... <laughs> they didn't oh write the God. damn book. Who are they to say what's canon? Yeah, people... Like, the... The amazing thing is, like, all these people are complaining about stuff that, even if they're right about, does not matter. Yeah. Right, like... Uh, a big one, like you said, black people does not matter. It the the actors and actresses in the cast so far, shocker, have been excellent. Indeed. The you know Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit has anything uh, Tolkien related has always had an amazing cast, and it's you know no stop here. They're not stopping for this, so I don't really care about that. Um, <laughs> and all the nitpicking stuff. I think a lot of people have forgotten that, again, it is a compressed timeline. And even if it wasn't, why do we care? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, damn, you guys make it really difficult to just enjoy shit. Yeah, they're like those people that complain that, I, I believe, Cersei's from Game of Thrones, they complain that they didn't have a 13-year-old actor depict her. Because oh, she gets, yeah. like, she has a lot of sex things going on. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's not canon. I'm like, well, you can't make a 13-year-old do all that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, really. For the sake of of canonicity. Yeah, they had enough 
problems getting like the act actresses and actors to that were just barely on age to do those scenes. <laughs> so it's like, come on, we're already like a lot of this shouldn't even be shown, to be God, honest. Chill out. And additionally, my chance to show, we could probably do whatever we want inside this kind of media if we people didn't shit all over animation and think it was a kid's genre. <laughs> yeah, for real. No kidding. I yeah, so like uh I mean, we hinted at it before and talked about it a little bit, that this sort of timeline of the show right now, there's a lot of base points to jump off of, but the canonicity of it all is, like, really sort of undefined. We know a lot about what happened before all this. We know, obviously, all of what happened after this. But this is, like, the perfect area to do interesting things and to do new things, introduce new timelines, new characters and new plot points. So why, if you are a fan of this stuff in general, which I assume you would be because you're watching it, (laughs) why would you complain about new and interesting things? Right? Like I I haven't looked at it, obviously, but I can guarantee that a bunch of this stuff was most definitely left up to interpretation. And they think they have convinced themselves that their fanon is canon. So they think it's wrong when it was never like that in the first place. There there are a lot of those. Like I have, I've obviously been looking at it. A lot of the complaints and stuff. And there are some of them that it's like split between incorrect or assuming things that are incorrect that are actually correct. And then the other half is like complaining about stuff that doesn't matter. (laughs) So there's, and then maybe there's like five to 10% that's like, yeah, this is wrong, but who cares? Yeah. Right? It's like, this, this is technically is incorrect. And I guess you could complain about it because like it is wrong, but also who cares? Like, it's let's cool. just enjoy the fucking fantasy show. And it's a really yeah. well-written fantasy. As someone who watches a lot of fantasy. <laughs> yeah. It's great. So far. And, like, and, and coming from someone who also watches fantasy, but also is like, very invested in the Tolkien universe and everything. It's great. Like, oh. I don't care what people are complaining about. Like, it, it's great. It, the show is awesome so far, and I'm only we're only in two episodes. Yeah. We're, like, so, the length of one movie in. Almost. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, sometimes more than a length of one movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's eight episodes total, right? I think so. So... Ask- Right, so we'll do the next two episodes, or like, you know, once episode five comes out, we'll be our episode f- three and four, essentially. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So that's that's the sort of the timeline you can expect. We're going to be coming back to this a lot. We're really enjoying it. Yeah, it sucks. It's good so far. Oh, yeah. We got a bit Whoa, of time. So oh. one, one more thing before we wrap up. Two more things, then. <laughs> okay. I, I meant b- before we wrap up this topic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, one more thing. So, and this is a gripe that I've been waiting to share with you, because I think you'll particularly enjoy it. I want to figure out how to start. So Elrond, or Galadriel, right? Yep. Um, They uh, defeat Melkor, which is the, not just Galadriel, but the entire world defeats Melkor, the original Dark Lord. Um, His number two, Sauron, gets away, right? Yeah. And then Galadriel goes on a hunt to find Sauron. That's the whole point of episode one. Yeah. Or one of the the major points. Um, And she says, no, 
He's not defeated. He's not dead. He's still out there somewhere. Elrond, right? It's like, no, you don't have any proof. <laughs> Find me proof and we can talk about this more, right? And she did. And so she goes out. She continues to go out. She went out on like a, a very long journey. Found the proof. This is proof. You know, I have this symbol. I found, I found this area where there's proof that he was here. Elrond's like, no, I need something more. I need physical. I need like go fight somebody or do something else, right? And so that's sort of where it ends at that point. Later on, circle back to the Hobbit, right? Um, Gandalf is like, our enemy is still around, okay? Yeah. Our, our enemy is gathering power. Sauron's spirit endured uh, the final, the last war. Elrond's like, no, that can't happen. No, that, that didn't happen. Like, he's he's dead. He's defeated. Uh, turns out, you know, spoiler, he no. was not defeated. Shocking. So, right? So, he was not defeated. Starts to regain power. Now we can fast forward again to Lord of the Rings. And um, El, uh, Gandalf and a couple of other people are like, hey, our enemy is, like, actually in power now. Like, they're starting to take back these lands. And, like, we need to do something about this. And Elrond is like, okay, he could be back, maybe. (laughs) But, like, I'm going to go to the Undying Lands and just not have to care about this anymore. He's over it. Several times, Elrond was just, like, presented with factual information, and it was just like, nah, I just don't care. I don't want to believe it, so I won't. Literally. And um, the best part about this, uh, so we mentioned that elves have a little bit of power, right? They have a little bit of magic in them. Elrond was given the gift of sight, essentially. And so he can look uh, into someone's history and past and so he knows that this has happened before, and he knows that it's a, <laughs> a potential thing that Sauron could have lived the first time, or the second time, because he lived the first time. <laughs> so it's just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? His power wasted on him. He doesn't oh want to see it. And he's supposed to be, like, a really intelligent elf, and he is, but he's also a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I just can't wait for that to, like, that's basically Elrond's legacy now, is just being a dumb son. <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> so it's just really funny, like, given that we saw it the first two times, that we're seeing it again, that he's de- denying Galadriel. Or that, I guess, he denied. At least he's consistent. <laughs> he is. If nothing else, he is consistent. So, uh, yeah. So, so the first two episodes, let's rate them, because we always rate stuff. Yeah. What do you rate out of 10 the first two episodes? Uh, first episode, like a nine. And then second okay. episode, like an eight. Ah, you didn't like the filler episode. You shut the. It wasn't <laughs> filler! God! <laughs> I'm gonna beat you uh, to death. <laughs> I sent Wolf a text of someone, or not a text, a tweet of someone that I follow on Twitter, and they were saying that the episode two was like juxtaposition and filler and it didn't advance the plot. <laughs> and so they didn't think it was good. And they're wrong! 
Do they not know what the word filler means? If you, if you watched episode two and you thought any of that was filler, you've got a worm in your brain. I So much happened. It set oh. up all the major plots that are going to happen this season. <laughs> and, and you call the, it filler. The best part about this was the reason that the tweet existed was they were arguing that because this episode was filler that they should be able to watch all the other ones without it coming out weekly. They want to be able to binge it all. <laughs> this person is my mortal enemy. <laughs> On every front. <laughs> it was so funny. They want to binge it. They thought episode two was filler. I... <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So I, I think I agree with you though. I think episode uh, one was a nine and episode eight was probably a, probably an eight for me, I think. I liked it a lot. Episode one ended with like a big crescendo, but then episode yeah. two kind of just ended because it, yeah, it, it needed to it, end. It trailed off a little bit. You're right. It trailed, it ended because it needed to. <laughs> yeah. Um, I heard, have heard good things about episode three, but you'll have to wait yeah. two weeks from now to, to hear our thoughts about that. Nice. And that's Lord of the Rings, oh, Rings wait. of Power for now. One little tangent. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Because it came to mind, we were talking about the elves earlier. Yep. And I think about the way elves are depicted in every other fantasy thing. And the 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 racism, it's so much more blatant and poorly done. Like, oh, you'll watch any anime, and the elves, are, the elves come out, and they're fucking slinging slurs. They're like, of course, I am the <laughs> supreme being, yeah. and you're all scum. And these ones, <laughs> these elves, you can get the sense that they may believe on the subconscious level at the very minimum that they are above others, but they don't fully act like they are above all the others. They act like that way about the humans, but that's because the humans did something. <laughs> Yeah. But even, with the, even when they're talking to and about dwarves, they're respectful towards dwarves. They just don't want to chat with them, and they are, and they don't. They never come off as like malicious. They come off as like awkward, especially when he goes, "What's his name? What's his name? El- Elrond. Elrond." Yeah, yeah. He's like he didn't maliciously miss twenty years of his best friend's life, and he didn't come back looking for her just to ask for a favor like some kind of bum. He yeah. just it just slipped his mind. Right. Yeah. Which I think is really interesting that. They they've kind of always been that way, right? They've it's it's sort of like a a higher sense of selfishness and superiority. Yeah. But it's not like not like you said, it's not like in a malicious way. It's just like they sort of know deep down a bit that they're sort of like the best race, essentially. They, they did get chosen by a god to be able to come to Godland. Yeah, and so yeah, they they all kind of know that, but they also have like a very pr- not like proud, but they're very formal about them. Yeah, they speak like, the, so formally. <laughs> yeah, it's extremely formal, and you know, that's consistent throughout all of it, all the movies and stuff. And so you almost because it's so formal, it sometimes comes across as disingenuous or awkward. Yeah, which which is something you mentioned that I think is really important to pick up on like that is that's only going to continue throughout this show (laughs) so but it it also it also is one of the reasons why all other races um are hard to interact with each other yeah and i like that i like that i like that they're not just blatantly racist towards each other yeah they're like we don't like each other because you're different they're just they have things about them they have like inherent what do you call it 
just like their personalities are just incompatible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, different mindsets. I mean, and and that like it makes sense. Like when you look at you know real life, that's exactly what happens. You know, and so unfortunately, you know, some people in real life are more blatantly racist. But uh, when you when you disregard that, the homelander of elves. <laughs> Elrond, compare, compare with a Homelander. Oh no. Yeah. Um. So I, I hope we see more of the those interactions between the dwarves and the elves, and and even the humans and the elves. That's that's a little bit easier just because the humans are kind of dumb, but <laughs> um, smarter than the elves when it comes to seeking out uh, the end of the apo- the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that was a, a big plot point of Lord of the Rings was there's a trio of they end up basically being best friends Ah. of a human sort of a like a superhuman almost but he is human uh an elf and a dwarf and so they all end up being literally best friends um yeah and in fact so much so that the elf uh invited the other two to come to valinor the godly place uh the human denied saying his his place was on earth but <gasps> not even for a little accepted. visit <laughs> yeah the dwarf accepted so they get to frolic in the grass uh for eternity ah just two and dudes th- sitting in valinor five feet apart because they're not gay that's true that's right <laughs> uh that was the only dwarf ever allowed in valinor wow what a yeah. <laughs> yeah there's only one hobbit as well so I don't believe there is any humans. So we know who's the last <laughs> on the totem pole. <laughs> Mom's least favorite. <laughs> We're yeah. the Mortys. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're the humans are the Mortys of the universe. <laughs> so that's that's Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Definitely check it out. It is on Amazon Prime exclusively. Yeah really good so far don't listen to all the haters of the internet it is very good it indeed indeed. and one thing that we didn't talk about but is worth noting if you somehow have not picked it up uh you don't need to know (laughs) the history of lord of the rings to enjoy the show you don't not at all (laughs) quite obviously you don't need to do it um i would however recommend finding a friend that know that can answer some questions yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be your friend if you have nobody else. If you want to tweet at me or whatever, I'll you Lord of the Rings you. questions. Yeah, or you could also just use Google. That'll probably get you in the right direction as well. Perhaps. <laughs> um, but I know we have. Do you want to do your? Can you keep your drama really quick? Uh, yeah. Or do you want to save it for next episode? You know what? We are almost an hour in, so we'll save it. All right, we'll save it. It's not um, time sensitive. Yeah, sp- uh, tune in next week for some drama that That's uh, right. you'll hear about. <laughs> There's always even, more. There is always more. Um, we'll finish it off as we always do with Rain's Question of the Week. So why don't you read us that? Ooh. This week's Rain's Question of the Week is, if you could add a sex scene to any TV show or movie to make it funnier, what would it be? Excellent question. <laughs> so we, we chose this one ahead of time and we're both like, I don't have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a good question. It is a great question, although we probably might be spoiling a little bit, or not doing it justice. <laughs> it is a great question. Um, have you thought of one? Uh, 
I have one if you want to go, think. Yeah, you go. <laughs> okay, so I think uh, what would be really funny would be the new version of iCarly. <laughs> because I think that would be really funny. Uh, I don't care which character it would be, but any of the, any of the three. Any, Freddy, Carly, or Spencer. Any of them. That would be really funny. Amazing. I think... I just think it would... Any of the characters, you know... Freddy would be super awkward. Spencer would be a fucking maniac. Oh, indeed. And Carly's hot, so... It's a win-win-win-win. Did you see... Yeah, exactly. Did you see the girl who played Sam, Jeanette McCurdy? Did you see her? Like, yeah. she, like, made a, she wrote a book that was like a tell-all? Yeah, she did. I saw that. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm Glad My Mom Died. <laughs> that was the title of the book, because her mom was a humongous, abusive turd. Yeah. And basically an awful human being for many reasons, so. Indeed. I see where they but, got inspiration for her in-show mom. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. That they gave the character a bad mom, which makes sense given the character, but you know, then having the actress that has a bad mom play that character. That felt a little weird to me. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about that another time, but... We gotta read a uh, book now. Oh, we're, we're doing uh, books! The first book we do a podcast on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've gone on record that you don't know how to read. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gotta read it to me. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll, write, I'll uh, record you an audiobook. <laughs> Oh, I did see that. But uh, the the nice thing was that she hel- she has no like ill will towards any of her former castmates. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, she was like is still like good friends with all of them. Yeah, that's all. So that's good. that's you know like the kid in me was in was uh, very happy to see that. <laughs> um. So yeah, my my answer would be iCarly because it's an adult version now, and I think that would be hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. So what's uh, yours? For me, I've got two. First one, Stranger Things. Oh, God. Well, okay. Go, go I've, ahead. I've never witnessed it, but I just know there's someone can squ- squish in there and do a funny sex scene. Yeah. And it'd be iconic. People, people would always talk about it. So, <laughs> funny enough, there is a sex scene in there. <laughs> that's, that's what I did, too. Just in case. <laughs> it, it's like, it, it's, they, you know, they have, like, a makeout scene or a short makeout scene, and then... Obviously, like, an implied sex scene. There's no, like, actual showing of it. No full frontal but- penetration. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for Carly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what's your what's your second one? Uh, Bee and Puppycat. It's a old show. What? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a show. It's for an older demographic. Okay. Um, I'm literally older than you. <laughs> I- <laughs> what is this show called? Bee and Puppycat. I've never heard of it. It's an old indie darling that didn't quite make it uh, during its time. Uh, they did a Kickstarter, didn't make it. Now they did a re-release on Netflix. And uh-huh. as far as I know, it is void of any sex scenes. And I think adding one would be very funny. Interesting. I, is it like, is it an adult show or it does not look like an adult show? It is. It's cute. Let's it's not for children, but it's not explicitly for adults. I right. guess it's more like a teen, young adult audience. Okay. That's all who's watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I'm looking at the art, and I feel like this would be one of the worst candidates for <laughs> sex scenes. It looks which, very, 
cute. Instinctively, it would make it hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, because it would be so out of pocket. It's just, I I did only have to scroll down like a little ways to get some character with humongous thighs. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, so, I think it's puppy cat. I think that's B. I did. I did <sighs> see that. Here, I'll send it to you. I did. It's not like a thirst, yeah. uh picture, but it is like, sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Let us know what TV show or movie you would add a scene to. Indeed. That would be funny. I'm looking forward uh, to it. These answers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Wolf, why don't you take it away? Alrighty, I'm Wolf taking things away. Oh wait, 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 wait. <sighs> <laughs> what? What would Rain choose? We always oh. gotta add her in. Uh, now I gotta think. What does Rain even watch? Dancing, she... Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just blew out my audio in that one. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, they just do like the salsa or the mamba, and that's a, basically a sex scene. Explicit like... salsa. <laughs> oh, if I want, like, I'm gonna tune in on Dancing with the Stars, and Seabass just gonna start playing. I know what's happening. <laughs> It'll be like Eurovision. Their clothes just explode off, and then. <laughs> All right, and with that, why don't you take it away? Ah, I'm Wolf taking things away for a second time. Thanks for watching episode 43 of You're Ridiculous. If you liked all that, be sure to hit the like and subscribe button. If you're watching this on a podcast website, hit the plus and give us five stars. That's we right. hope to see if you would like to keep up with us, you can follow us all across the internet. The main cast at Ridiculous underscore cast on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Lucas on his main at 7AngryWasp with an E and me yeah. as Rainbow Does without the W. Links to those will be in the description below, even though no one ever reads it. <laughs> I ho- write those descriptions with love, damn it. <laughs> we hope to see you guys all again next week. Say goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>